So this is the uh, this is the great stuff in this movie. So, you know, he's got a guy who's like the master pirate, like he's the satellite pirate guy named Harlan, who's his uh, who's his man who like scours the skies looking for like weird programming that could be something that civic TV could air. And he keeps calling him Patron. You know, he's a really incredible actor. My favorite Um, character, I think, in the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, well, he 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 delivers the best speech in the film, too. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we think he's a nice guy when we meet him and he's saying, oh, Max, come on in. I got to show you this uh, signal that I've been pulling in. I I think it's from Malaysia, but it's this really weird uh, program. We I I just don't know what it is. um, It's a a raw video feed of people in a being uh, tortured in a torture chamber. Yeah. That and it's the signal that comes in and, and goes out. That's what uh, Harlan tells Max, and he says, "Take check it out," and then like leaves the room, like he's going to turn on the X ray machine. You know, like when you go to the dentist <laughs> and everyone runs out of the room <laughs> while they're doing your X rays. Exactly. Like he he puts the video on for him, and, and you know you notice when you watch the movie a second time that he didn't see it. Yeah. He turns it on and then like turns his back so that he doesn't see what's going on on the screen. And Max watches this video and. Uh, uh, you know, he he's very interested and he wants Harlan to find out more about it because it's this very insidious uh, uh, video transmission that is, uh, you know, I'll tell you more about it later. But Max, for some reason, becomes fixated on it and needs to see more of it. Eventually, he's like got videotapes of it that he's watching in his own house. He's replaying. Harlan is he's replaying them. And, and Harlan is, you know, telling him he's going to, you know, keep finding out more and more about it. Harlan eventually tells him that. The Malaysia signal that he thought it was coming from was a ruse. And it was, uh, they put sort of a, a you know, they, they fucked around with the signal to make it seem like it was coming from very far away on the earth. But in fact, it's coming from Pittsburgh. It's basically like hiding your IP address. And which is, I, that, yeah. that scene really hit me watching it this time as like how the VPN, how fucking prophetic this film is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not, like they, oh. they of course blame like this foreign lawless country, Malaysia, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> th- there's the clay wall that's electrified and they're like, this could only, you know, this could only come from a, from a country that has no, no morals, no value in human life. And then it's like, no, it's fucking Pittsburgh. You know, the original idea for Videodrome was a very spooky idea that sounds like something that you would see now uh, in the sort of horror movies like The Purge. The original idea of Videodrome is that there's this video signal that is being uh, provided to the very wealthy, the very uh, that very very wealthy and powerful people are getting access to this live uh, torture uh, satellite feed. Right, right. That's a that's a very spooky idea. This movie's uh, scope for the spooky idea is scarier. But I, I thought that was a very chilling idea of you know the rich and powerful having their own entertainment of of torture made available to them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Max uh, is now dating. Uh, Nikki, uh, there's another amazing scene where he goes to her job at her radio station and the set in, in the lobby of the radio station is total Toronto 1982, uh, art direction, like the big circular window into the, into the booth and stuff. I was just like, man, this movie, we missed that kind of Toronto. We need it back was sort of how I felt watching it. And there's a great scene where Nikki is uh, talking to this despondent woman on the other end of the phone. And she's ve- being, again, very judgmental. Mm-hmm. But there, Max is watching her talking to this person. They're kind of flirting while this whole thing is happening. Like, it's like this weird uh, 
sexual charge between the two of them through glass. The woman who's on the phone who's having a meltdown is Jane Eastwood. Right. Who's a who's a comedian. And uh, she was in that amazing uh, SCTV parody of Going Down the Road. Yes. She was the woman who was like, I'm boomed out. <laughs> but she's the voice on the other end of the phone having a, you know, crying about how she hates her family. Yeah. Nikki Brand so Max, is basically doing a Dr. Laura like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like in 1983. Yeah. It's like just so far ahead. So Max and, and well, Nikki I mean, are. If you, if you want to talk about, I mean, this being a movie that's far ahead. I mean, at what point do we bring up the uh, the. At what point do we bring up that this is basically a movie about Facebook? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible that we decided to do this uh, the week that the metaverse dropped. It really, <laughs> really colored the film because I've seen this film many times and I've seen it, you know, well into the like whatever the internet age, like Web 2.0. But watching it after the metaverse drop was extremely uh, unpleasant. 